Today's episode is brought to you by Zipcar. Earn $25 of free driving credit at joinzipcar.com slash usual. Zipcar is truly redefining the way people think about transportation. So give them a shot. Joinzipcar.com slash the usual and earn $25 of free driving credit. Thanks for listening. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Will. What's up, dude? Hey, everybody. It is daytime. Ah. I'm liking recording during the day. It's nice. It's a perk of the summer. Yeah, we get to have a little lunch, come back, day drinking. It's all good. It's always good to day drink. <laughs> so we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What did you have? Uh, with lunch today, I had a nice Widmere Hefeweizen. And I had a Racer 5, and currently I am continuing the trend, even though he's not. I'm continuing the trend with uh, Torpedo uh, Extra IPA from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Nice. It's lovely. That's your standard. It is my standard. And I didn't get to the store and get anything else, so here we are. I was going to get something for a while, and I forgot. Yeah. I'm getting a little bummed about it, but it's going to be okay. Anything else? Uh, no. <laughs> you had to look like you were going to say something. No, I will say uh, you're going to notice a little bit of a format change in this show. We're going to talk about it a little bit more in our third section, but yeah. uh, just... Uh, it's going to be fun. It, it'll be fun. and uh, just uh, It won't be as jarring as, people, as he's making it out to No, be. it's not going to be jarring at all. It's all going to be, it's going to be for the best. Well, you say that, but. I know it. <laughs> so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at IMO Griggs. And we are, of course, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. So give us some more ratings, like us, share us, and all the stuff when the shows come out. That'd be great. And um, we're going to mention audibletrial.com slash usual podcast as we always do. This will be um, one of those standards for us because it's always changing. And it's something that um, I love. You probably have already heard one of our other sponsors earlier before the show started. So we're going to keep this one where it is because we love it. Yes, and dude, I am seriously like, so basically you get a free trial on us, get a free audiobook, And the one I'm reading, I recommended last week's called The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, what's what's going to happen if we actually meet him at Comic-Con? I don't even know. Be like, I, might, know. I might do a backflip, and I can't do a backflip. No, you're, I, I think you're, uh, you're going to be dropping your knees. I might. Um, inappropriate. But here's the thing. Uh, I have uh, about... That's the way you took it. <laughs> I have nine hours left of this 40, almost 46-hour epic, and this is book one. Wow. And, well, I had to take the cat to the vet yesterday. Yeah, very Games of Thronish. Yeah, so I, I had to take the cat to the vet yesterday, so I got another smooth five hours, six hours through it. Um, it's phenomenal, dude. It's really, really, really good. The way he builds worlds is is unbelievable, really. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I think I'm going to try to get into the Game of Thrones books. I just don't know if it's... The narrator's good. You'll like it. Yeah, I just I don't know. You know, I'm I'm like the opposite of you when it's world building. Yeah, I almost want to read it, so I build it in my head. For me, it was harder to read, and I was just have, I was just having this conversation with a friend uh, the other day. It is harder you for have me. Other than me, yeah, a couple. Um, it's really hard for me to read Game of Thrones hard copy. I get I because it's easier to put it down often, and right. by the time I go back to it or I forget a character. It, like I tried to there read the hard copy of, of it. Yeah. I tried in the beginning and I ended up putting it down. But once I got the audiobook, it was much easier for me to keep track. One, because the narrator's good and he does good voices. Two, I listen to it faster and I don't forget the characters when they come back. So Okay. Definitely another benefit of audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. <laughs> like I threw that in there? Uh, it was nice. You're impressed. I, I can, am. I can see it in your face. Uh I'm still gonna recommend uh, my recommendation from last week, which is uh Ron uh um Chernos Alexander Hamilton. Oh, right. Read by uh, Lynn uh, Manuel Miranda. Indeed. So uh, check that out. Cool, man. And uh, let's see. So we have the timestamps in the show notes. We have, uh, I guess we only have two sections now in this main well, show. Well, no, we have three. Do we? 
We do, but the third one is you'll, it's a little bit different than pop culture. So we'll, we'll get to it. All right. We get to it. So we do have the timestamps in the show notes. You can jump past uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, which we'll talk about, and we have a little bit of a controversial uh, topic of this week, so we might spend a little more time there than yeah. normal. And um, and then of course we have our Star Wars section, which we have some really cool stuff about Rogue One and all that this week. So definitely you want to check that out. So shall we? Shall we go? We shall go. What bumper is it? The Swatwar bumper. Make sure, because I'm confused. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel. You know, we're going to keep doing that till I change the bumper, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> and when we actually do a uh, say we do a, finally do a YouTube show. No, that's coming. But people are mm. actually ever going to see what I do off camera. It's we won't be able to air it. Uh, we won't it, be able to air it. It's not verbal. <sighs> Heavily implied. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, so anyway, man, uh, I think this will, show will probably come out a little too late. Um, depending on how quickly I turn it around, uh, to hype the Sunday event, uh, for extra life, the kickoff event. Right. But instead of playing the bumper, I just want to say I'm still ready and willing to, to do the six hours, dude. I'm stoked. Yeah. Well, I, uh, Are you gonna do it. Well, now that we uh, have an event coming up, I'm definitely going to be doing it. Yeah. So we'll get to that later. Um, but the extra life kickoff event for unholy Alliance, um, and we are going to be doing the leveling up, level up as Musco event and a bunch of other stuff. So definitely check out our website and, uh, and yeah, and join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm not sure if I'm going to stream it yet. I've been crazy this week. Um, as far as I haven't gotten all my streaming stuff in order, I haven't done it in a couple of years. So. Yeah, we'll my, my Wi-Fi is not fast enough to stream. So oh, I could do it. Moving on. Uh, anyway, man, what'd you do in game this week? Anything? Um, I did a couple of things. You did um, black hole in sec- what? I, I did, tr- well, first of all, I did try to walk last week, but you know, it's just where I live. You know, it's my Wi-Fi is decent throughout the week. Yeah. But then Friday night, it's a glacial crawl. Yeah. Because, excuse me, because I swear everybody in the, in the, uh, um, the division where I live, uh, streams Netflix or Hulu at the same time. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah. So, I'm going to try to do Woggy in tonight, but usually I get in like five minutes into it and all of a sudden a DC and it's just, it's not fair to everyone else who's playing. So I hear you. And especially if people have to drop out, but we'll see. How exactly. Other than that, um, I decided to try to do some older content with some of my tunes. So I went back on my trooper and I decided to do the basic gear quest and, um, so I ran through Black Hole and did the weekly. Cool. And I ran through Section X and did the weekly, everything except for the Aurora Cannon thing. Oh, right, because you need four. You need four people. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to try to set up uh, something um, for a guild event on a weekend someday and just say, you know, we're going to get together for two hours and knock out all the required. Uh, the ones the, I have to for. Yeah, like the macro binoculars, the Seeker droid, the Aurora Cannon. That's a good um, idea. Yeah, you just get all those knocked out for people that had never. They usually solo quest. Well, it used to be really easy to pick up people for um, Section X for the four, uh, and I thought they were going to change it, but I guess they never did. But anyway, yeah, it's not on Group Finder, so hmm. yeah, you're right. Um, what did I do this week? I didn't do much. Uh, I was actually really busy this week with the kids. Um, run around, like I said, my cat got sick and stuff. So I have been not doing much. I did jump on and do the GTN, um, put all my stuff back on sale and selling some stuff, man. I'm up to 80 something million on my main, I think. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Insane. Yeah. I'm happy about it. And then, um, Wog, uh, went as well as it did the time before. (laughs) We got to where we got before, butt our head against the wall a few times and called it a night. You guys did Ravagers again? Yeah. So, um, we're, we're, I, I thought you might get, guys might get a little bit further considering it was, uh, Impside. It's, it's, it's a mechanic thing. It's a, there's a lot of, co- there's a combination of things happening, but, okay. um, but it is what it is. We'll figure it out. It's nice to, to, to have a challenge for us and not just like, all right, here we go. And, you know, so it, it, it was kind of fun. So we'll, uh, we're going to pick it up tonight on the pub side, Ravagers, if the group, uh, decides to, and, uh, we'll see how it goes. Cool. So. Um, all right, let's get to the meat of this. So here's how we're going to do this. I'm going to, um, run through the only real news of the week, which is they announced the, the specifics of the dark versus light event. Right. Um, I'm going to go through what you need to do. I'm going to go through the dev posts that follow with some other specifics. And then our discussion topic will be us 
talking about our thoughts, what we like, dislike, etc. So, um, I'm not going to read. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of try to nutshell this a little bit, but the dark versus light event, um, is going to start this Tuesday on the 28th. Um, is that right? Oh, earlier I, I said the wrong date. It was the 26th. Sorry for the, uh, extra life thing. That right. was dumb. Sunday the 26th. Yeah. So the 28th, uh, is the, um, dark versus light event starts. Now there are six levels to this. Well, really quick. Uh, yes. the 20th is also the release date for chapter 15, right? Indeed. Yeah. Chapter 15 is coming out. So here we go. This event is starting the 28th. Right. All right. Now we have five, six levels. Okay. Yes. And really it, it, it hinges upon starting a new tune and going through, uh, various content. Right. Okay. So the first level is reach level 25 on one character. Once you do that, you're eligible for certain rewards. And that's um, the heroic level. That's the heroic level. And that is five force bound dark versus light packs. Um, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, it includes one best of darker light theme weapon, gear, mount, decoration. And then there's going to be, um, an in-game title called the heroic victor. Nice. So that's something. The next level is taking a tune to level 50, right? And completing three story flashpoints. Okay. Not too bad so far, right? Yeah. Really not bad at all. Not bad. Um, you get a mini pet. Um, this stuff from before you get 10 packs instead of five this time. Um, for getting that point. And then, um, you get an armor set called the Victorious Pioneers Armor Set. Um, and it grants 25% bonus XP. Uh, earn the full set to get 50 bonus XP. So that's actually, that's actually something different than they've ever done. So that particular armor set will grant you 25% XP. Yeah. The, the set that, well, it's not the full set. It's no, uh, this half set. It's yeah. the helm, the chest, and the legs. Yes. Which you get at the legacy level. Yes. Right? Then the uh, Valiant level, uh, you need to play through the Shadow of Revan expansion. That's 55 through 60. Uh, complete the first nine chapters of Knights of the Fallen Empire. And complete the introductory galaxy, uh, sorry, galactic stronghold mission. Okay? And yeah, that one's pretty easy. Yeah, you get titles at all these levels, too. Oh, did I not mention the title in the last one? Nope. The title in the last one is the designate, the uh, destined victor. Excuse me. This title is the valiant victor. And after all the stuff I said, you get 10 of the packs again. You get the rest of the armor set. No. Nope. You don't. You get the belt. Oh, you and the only bracers. get two. Just the bow. Oh, that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to it. The belt and the bracer, and that'll give you 15% bonus XP, which would take you up at this point, take you up to 40. 40. Good. Good math, dude. And you get a Victor's Trailblazer bike mount. Which I, I dig the mount. The mount's pretty cool, actually. I, I gotta say that mount's pretty cool. So that's, we're halfway there. Halfway there. And we're okay so far. It's not too bad. One character doing these things. Yes. Okay. Here's where it gets fun. So, champion level. Okay. You have to complete all 16 chapters of the Fallen Empire. Obviously, the other one doesn't, uh, is not gonna be up until, uh, July. Right. Okay. Uh, complete all flashpoints in solo or tactical mode, which isn't too bad, but it's a bit of a grind. It is a bit of a grind. And reach valor level, valor rank five in PvP. Right. Okay. And complete five alliance alerts. So. Right. Not now, terrible. But... No, it's not terrible. Basically, you're playing through the majority of content of the game. Mm -hmm. Now. One time on one two. Valor tokens. Can you actually buy valor tokens on GTN? No, that's you have to you have to play. You actually have to do v PvP to yeah, get the valor. Indeed, um, because your rank increases as you right. progress in PvP. Okay, so the level rewards for that the title is the Champion Victor. Mm -hmm. You get the Trailblazer Armor Set, which is the full set, right? Um, right no, this is a full set of what they call Victorious Trailblazers Armor. Excuse me. Then you get the rest, which is the gloves and the boots. The gloves and the boots of the Victory Victorious Pioneers Armor Set, right? And then you get 15 of the force bound dark versus light packs. Okay. okay. How are we doing? We're good. Okay. Eternal level. <laughs> sort of gets interesting. Yes. All right. So then you have to reach 65 with a Republic character and 65 with an imp character. Okay. Hold now, on. oh, and complete round five of the eternal championship. Okay. Now, if you had completed the, the, the champion level beforehand, mm -hmm. you yep. will have already had. One of the two tunes already at 65. Right. And you theoretically should have already gone through the f f five rounds of the, uh, of the theoretically because you've gone through the chapter because work. you qualify to be able to do it. Right. Right. Exactly. The only thing different here is you're adding another tune. Right. And it can level to 65 any way you want. I, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm just saying that's the only extra thing you're doing in this one than the previous one. Gotcha. Well, in the eternal championship. But yeah, you said you should have done that. 
or you're eligible to do that when you enter the other right because you're yeah. gonna have to do a uh, an alliance alert right. that could be one of the alliance alerts if you plan it ahead you can minim- you can minimize the amount of work you have to do gotcha uh so the rewards for this are the companion they were talking about okay the the merciless darth hexid companion or the courageous master ranos companion your dark or light side decisions in game will determine your companion reward gets unlocked um, and they have a couple pictures here. There's a dual wielding, um, it looks like a chiss, uh, in white robes and a ratataki, it looks like, um, with a dual bladed lightsaber, um, in dark robes. So, and that's, that's really all we got as far as the companions go. Right? Ratataki? You sure it's not a Zabrak? What did I say? Ratataki. Let's pretend I said Zabrak. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a Zabrak. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you also get 14, 14, 15, uh, force bound dark light packs. Okay. And you get, I already said you get the eternal victor, uh, as a title. Right. All right. One more level. The legendary level. Legendary level. This I think is ridiculous, but that's, that's my only input so far. Are you ready? Okay. Here's the list of things you have to do. Okay. Reach level 50 with all eight classes. Earn 1 million credits on a character. Reach dark five alignment. Reach light five alignment. Kill five specific world bosses. Kill five specific operation bosses. Complete all hard mode flashpoints and complete the eternal championship. And then it has the nerve to say, and more. Okay, that's where I don't like the and more one. Yeah. Okay, but hold on. Let me say the let me say the 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 rewards. So the rewards are the legendary victor. You get thirty of those packs, which is a lot. That's like the equivalent of a hypercrate, basically. And you get Victorious Titan's armor set and Victor, uh, Vic, Victor's Titan turret tank mount. And the tank mount looks badass. Looks amazing. Looks it like a look UFO cool. with a cannon. It does. All right. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, okay. Now, if you had done the previous level, yeah. the eternal level, and you'd played smartly, meaning you played one character light side, one character dark side. Right. Okay. And you did the flashpoints and stuff, and you completed the entire championship and not just the, the five uh, rounds, right? Yep. Really, the only thing this is asking of you more is to do six more tunes level to 50. I, y- you say that like it's not no, a lot. No, it's not. It is quite a bit of work. But you don't have to level it through content. You can level it through GSF. You can level it through PvP. No, I... Okay. So here... Here, okay, so we're this is our discussion topic starting now. Okay, so uh, well, actually, we should get to the nitty gritty questions, but I'll, I'll I'll trickle those in a second. And I hear what you're saying. It's not if you've done all that other stuff and you're destined for this. Let if you're trying to get to the end here, this isn't gonna. This is gonna be one of those things where the people that have the time and the willingness to do it are gonna do it, right? right. Um, I'm not gonna say right now how much of this I'm going to do. But as of right now, I'm, I'm kind of bummed about what this event ended up being because I, here's what I had in my mind. And of course it's the internet, it's video games. So of course we all have this idea of like, Oh, it's going to be this. Right. And then it is something else. Uh, for me, I was hoping like, cause I was leveling this uh, mercenary and I had this other lobby tune, right? My my idea with this event was going to be like, I was going to level those anyway. Right. So why don't I, if they were going to make it like this to where it's start lower, I have light and dark side decisions to make. I was also hoping like in some flashpoints and stuff like that, there are light and dark decisions to make. I was just hoping that I can do, go about my business sort of, and maybe do some other stuff, you know, kind of um, spurred by what they were requiring. Right. And build upon what I already have. But what this is asking me to do is actually, after playing this game for almost five years, go all the way back, start over again. I have all eight tunes, you know, to 65. Um, I've done all of that stuff. I've done all of this stuff. I don't, in my heart of hearts, don't have the desire to go back and do it all again. And And I get what they're doing because part of this is aimed at new players. And I get how... How stoked, like, oh my God, look at the incentives we have right. to plow through this content now, maybe even become a subscriber. I've only been playing this game for a year or so. But, and, and I also get that some of us 
probably haven't done all this stuff, but some of us have. Yes, but I'm going to – and this came up in our Twitter conversation earlier. The amount of people that have played the amount of content that we have in our groups right. is very minimal. It's not a lot, dude, but all of us have podcasts and we're very vocal. Yeah, the <laughs> That's vocal the problem. we're a very vocal minority. That's the problem with this, it I is. think. Now, there's a couple of ways that I see that can make this easier. You can't start now. You can't start until the 28th, right? And you have to start all these tunes from scratch. The biggest problem that I see just right off the bat is that most people have already filled their their character slots on servers. So That's gonna, a huge problem. So you're going to have to start on a new server. I have a quick right. solution to that. But and I was sorry. That's what I was going to say is I have a very like I I use my my. Uh, instant 60 yeah and i created a character called lando calrissian nice and he's basically my my uh storage person he can get anybody yeah, what yeah. they need i got you i'm just going to transfer him to a new server so all the perks that you have from unleaked unlocked through all your legacy already is there so you can get your rocket boots you can get your all your uh your speeder piloting all that's already done you just need to i get that and i and 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 for you, and and when I texted you this information, what did I say? I said you're gonna love this event. Exactly, I, I'm excited for it. I am meh at this point, and it's because I'm I don't have the desire to go to another server. I love my server. I it took me a while to get here. It took me a while to build what I have here, and my guild is here. Right? right. I don't want to go to another server. Um, we have this um, gaming marathon coming up in a few days. I want to hang out on that server with my guildies and levels must go and do all that stuff. But that would be a great opportunity when I have six hours to game to do some of this content, which I'm not going to do. Right. So I'm going to do it. I have one slot. I'm going to delete that one tune. I'm going to love, I'll make that my Musco tune. And that could be my, this event tune. And that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to move servers though. And some people have beyond the cap of, 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 uh, um, characters on their servers you know and they really are unless they go to another server or shell out the cash to you know have more tunes they're not gonna be able to do it um so that's a bit of a bummer i think um quick solutions off top of my head that that we've been kind of bashing you know bouncing back and forth all day i like the idea of well, some of our friends have said that this event, what it's doing is it's, it's alienating the veteran players because most of us have, a lot of us have done this before and not, maybe we haven't done all of it, but most of us have done all this stuff on, in one way, shape or form, or we're full on character slots. Yeah. And actually I'm going to bring up, uh, Chuck okay. from, uh, from bad feeling. Cause he actually made a point that he's doing, you know, constantly doing content he's never done before. Right. Because he leveled most of his tunes through GSF. Well, and they also haven't started since launch either. Exactly. So. My solution to this would be start throw some rewards or some incentives is the right word. Throw some incentives at some of the veteran players like us who've been here since launch, about to hit our five-year mark, no character slots left, or with a couple character slots left. Give us an extra character slot. Um, some Someone was a JT, I think, uh, we were talking to earlier, suggested legacy level uh, perks. Uh, maybe increase the legacy level. Yeah, and I said that was a great And we've idea. been saying that since our first podcast. Yeah, because you know? we're still at legacy 50. They, sh- they should increase it to at least uh, the max what is now, which is what, 65, right? No, it's 50 still. Legacy 50. No, I mean the regular. Uh, oh, yeah. The level is 65. Yeah. yeah, they should at least raise it to that, if not <clears throat> 100. No, and I agree. And, and, and that is a grind in and of itself. It takes a long time to get those levels at this point. So you know, give us some sort of something else to work for. So it's not just like it doesn't. So it doesn't feel like they're asking us to go back and do the same thing we've been doing for four years. And that's my only beef with it. I'm going to do it on one character and see how far I get and how much interest I have in it. That's that's what I feel right now. I love some of these rewards, but this isn't what I I or or here's the other idea. If you are a legacy cap, like let's say you have done all eight characters. Right. And you are at your you have your legacy title or whatever, right? Um, legendary title, that's it. If you have that, why not have other things you do in game and other dark light decisions go towards that? On some level, I don't know how they would do it, but you know, one way, I don't know. I don't know how easy it is for them to track, but one way they could solve that problem is um, one way. It's always hard to get the veteran crews to welcome the noobs, right? Right. 
I mean, we have WOG, which welcomes everybody. Oh, yeah, sure. But there are very few ops groups that do welcome in people like that. Agreed. And since a lot of this is raise your social level, raise your valor level, raise your, you know, do your flashpoints, everything. If they encourage those at Legacy Cap to be the people that went and leveled up the smaller level characters that are doing theirs, yeah. if there's a way to retro, tra- I mean, to track that. That's how the the legacy people would get their bonuses right. by doing those group content that we're already doing and, with newbie characters. And I'm with it. And I, I wish I mean, along with newbie players. Yeah, I wish it wasn't too late. Like it's too late now. They've made their decisions, and unfortunately, they made this post. This is Friday. They made this post yesterday, um, and the content's coming out on Tuesday. It's really too late for them to put anything else in place for veteran players. And I really feel like from the from what I've got from some of the players that we talk to all the time some of them have 16 level you know 14 level 65s and blah blah blah. and it's like they don't want to go back and do this stuff right regardless of the rewards um and some of the rewards are pretty cool but i i honestly think that um there's something here for them if they want to do a little bit of it but i think it's really asking some of us who've been around for four and a half years to go back and say hey go do all the things you did all over again and we'll give you some stuff. You know what I mean? And I just, I really wish there was something, some sort of reward, veteran reward that they could give the people or at least make some of it. That was my other idea. Make some of it retroactive. Like give us the first level. Give us what the heroic level of mm-hmm. rewards and say, you know what? You did all this stuff. Good on you. You know what I mean? And here's the first level rewards. Then we don't feel like we're just like, all right, well now I got to grind to 25 just to get. Something. You know what I you mean? You know what I would do actually, and this would be fairly easy to fix, is make it all retroactive. Mm-hmm. Because again, there are very few people that have done everything for the legendary one. I'm with you, dude. Right? But make it all retroactive, but you don't get all the rewards. Okay. You don't get the gear or the mounts or anything. All you get are the packs. All right. And that's, I'm down with that too. To do it retroactively. And when I like you that go, idea. you can make the choice, but once you've made that choice, you can't create another tune to go back and try to. Hmm. I think there's a way they could do it. Um, I don't know if they would want to restrict them, but at the same time, um, make it retroactive, give you some of the benefits, give, or just the packs and the titles, maybe. I don't know. I uh, let's. I'll let you marinate on that. Let me let me go through just a few of the dev posts from earlier uh, yesterday that we're trying to clarify on some of this stuff. So of course, people ask if it's retroactive. Um, so this is Darth Yoon. Uh, said, are these goals retroactive? So, for example, if you already leveled all class class to 50, and of course, uh, they're not retroactive. This is Musco. They can only be earned with an event character, which is any character created on or after the 28th. Okay. Uh, posted by Terwillinger. Uh, do you, you don't need every achievement to be on the same legacy for each reward tier, do you? What does that mean? You don't need every achievement to be on the same legacy for each reward, do you? You know what that means? No, no. Anyway, the answer is each level's objectives are tracked through the legacy achievement system. This means that you must finish the objectives with one legacy in order to complete them. It's basically saying you can't I do see. part of it on one server, part of it on another server. I see. Okay. Hmm. That's it's interesting. People trying too. to get around the, the character slot cap. I gotcha. Yeah. And uh, Snave posted, "Hey Eric, anything in place for people who don't have who have no free character spots?" And this is something we had talked about earlier and he basically just says um well go to a different server or purchase more slots and that's kind of sucks that that's the only response for people that have filled yeah, but up kind a, of... but i mean what else are you gonna do i get it but it's not gonna be awesome i didn't by no stress of the imagination i go back and see what snave said back but anyway moving on um uh, this is posted by uh yimura yimura limura i'm gonna say limura works for me why not uh do the eight character the eight characters that we need to level need to be active at the end of the event, or can we delete them? This as is we, a great question. This really is. Uh, can we delete them as we hit 50 to achieve the Alliance hero requirement? And many of us no longer have eight free, free character slots, etc. And so he says, yeah, once you've completed the objective by receiving the achievement, that character no longer needs to be active. So you could, in fact, do all this on one slot. Yeah. Right? Um, sounds tedious, but I mean, it is, it's the same thing, I guess. And, and people don't, people get attached to their tunes too. So that's, that's the other problem there. Um, this one was posted by Star Wars Hunter XX. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to know if rewards are account wide, like the monthly subscriber reward and such, or is it legacy character wide? Because this is really going to affect how I do this. So 
And I see what he's saying here. So this is a good question, Eric says. The rewards are delivered in three different methods, depending on the rewards. So the titles are tiered to the achievement and therefore are unlocked for each character in the legacy. Okay? So everybody will get it. Right. Dark versus light packs and pioneer armor set. These will be delivered via in-game mail to the character who completes the final objective in that event level. So only one character will have those, for example. Right. And the end of, uh, end of event cosmic rewards, things like companion and the vehicles will come at the end of the event and will be delivered to every character on the account, similar to the monthly sub rewards, which is cool. So yeah. everybody will get the, everybody will get the companion. So that's something. Um, originally posted by SF debris. Uh, Eric, three questions. How does this work with started 60 tokens? Um, could you confirm that completing each class, each story does not necessarily, is not necessary to achieve this? And if you unlock HK 51 without running the mission, um, does that count or does the mission, uh, oh, is the mission the only permitted way? Okay. So started 60 tokens do not count. Obviously you have to start at level one. This is what Eric says. And correct. You will need to hit level 50. Class story is not required. So you could do it anyway. Right. Which you were saying earlier. And you can use the legacy unlock for HK 51. You do not need to recomplete the mission if you did it before. So that's it, dude. So, uh, overall thoughts. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Of course you are. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still meh. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, like I said, I'm gonna use Sunday as a jumping off point. I'm gonna get my Musco character, which I still haven't decided on but yet. But you can't use that character for the event because you can't create the character before the 28th. I keep getting my dates wrong. That's the 26th. Yes. Oh, so annoying. I'm less than mad now. No, not really. Um, I have a character I'm gonna delete and it'll be fine. And I'll, I'll, I'll have one too. And that's all I'm gonna do. So we'll see how far I get and how much interest I have, really. Um, the rewards are cool, but like I said, I'm not, um, I don't know, not as excited about it as I, as I was hoping I'd be. I was hoping more things that you did light and dark would matter. Like I get like grinding, um, black talon probably wouldn't be ideal, which is why they probably went this route, but I, I don't know. I was hoping like it would just secretly just tally all of your light, light dark decisions, regardless of what you were doing. Then you can continue to play the game you wanted to. Yeah, right. yeah, no, I can totally get that. So, anyway, man, any other thoughts on this? No, I'm uh, ready to play it. <laughs> I know you are. I'm excited about this weekend, though. So, shall we get to Star Wars? Star Wars. Pew, pew, pew. I was raised to do one thing. Pew. But I've got nothing to fight for. Moving on. Here we are. Star Wars section. Lots of cool stuff, dude. Okay. Well, that's ruining it. Uh, lots of cool stuff, man. I'm really excited about this week's Star Wars section. We have had very little up until this week, I feel like. Yeah. Well, no, the just last couple of weeks have all been everyone all worried about Rogue. Right. So here's what we're going to do. We have lots of Rogue One news, but let's start with uh, Boyega doing what awesome people do. And um, he surprised some really ill children at a Star Wars party. Um, I'm not sure if you saw this or not. He's a Hollywood helper. And, ooh, uh, ooh, uh. Hollywood helper. <laughs> well, margaritas. Okay, so anyway, um, so this was this was pretty cool. He visited um, Eltham Hospice, which is a home to kids to help up to age of 19. And it's it's really cool to see um, stars do this. And there's a video and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and, uh, let's see, Boyega can be seen talking to tiny stormtroopers, young Darth Vader's, even a few Jedi's all equipped with their very own lightsabers. Um, he even helped a stormtrooper with an impromptu bowling lesson. So stuff like that makes me really happy, dude. Yeah. Boyega does this quite a bit and I'm, uh, I'm happy he's part of the galaxy now. Indeed. Okay. So this, I, I had to add this in here too. There's a, a partial, uh, Star Wars Celebration Europe main stage panel schedule announced. It was a long title. That was a long title. Anyway, so if you were going to Star Wars Celebration, which we're not, um, there's some of the stuff has been posted, dude. So there's an hour with Mark Hamill. I hate you, Jess. We all do. Um, but we love Jess, but we hate her at the same time. Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um, I hate you, Jess. <laughs> uh, she's going to love that we're saying this. Uh, let's see. Star Wars Celebration Europe Cosplay Championship. I hate you, Jess. <laughs> And let's see, there's gonna, they're gonna be doing a screening of a new hope. 
And that was all Friday. Um, they're going to do Creatures, Droids, and Aliens of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Um, Anthony Daniels, Without Protocol. That's kind of cool. Um, Rebels Season 3. And I did hear about this on another podcast. They're going to be doing a... Um, they're going to show the first two episodes, I believe, from the next uh, next season. Awesome. So that's pretty cool. And uh, let's see. You can meet the creators, uh, the minds behind EA Star Wars games. That would be pretty cool. It's a roundtable discussion about Star Wars games. Um, they're going to do a screening of The Force Awakens. And then on Sunday, uh, Carrie Fisher is doing The Princess Diaries. Awesome. <laughs> that's going to be amazing no matter what. And then Ray Park Unleashed. So um, what does it say? He's going to do a bunch of stuff. Wow. Cool. No, I'm I'm jealous of anybody going to that. So if, if somebody wants to report out to us on what they saw when they go, let us know. So. Hey, Jess, can you fit me in your overnight bag? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Should we move on? I think I'm over the 50-pound limit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. So, Rogue One news. Should we just jump into it? Let's jump into the news. Oh, man. This has been a good week for Rogue One, dude. It has been. I am very excited about this. Okay, so, Gareth Edwards. Um, I want to start with a... I'm going to lead up to some of the bigger stuff. So, the first thing is, Gareth Edwards kind of came out and talked about the reshoots. And he says... And I think what's important... And most people have been overplaying this, I think. But he says, it's always been a part of the plan to do reshoots. We always knew we were coming back... Um, somewhere to do stuff. We just didn't know what it would be until we started sculpting the film in the edit. Yeah, and, and like we when they first started doing the the whole news about the reshoots, we we talked about how you know if any every movie would like to do reshoots yeah. because everyone wants to improve on stuff. It's just that Disney and Lucasfilm have the money to do it, right? So it's not too big of an issue, people. It's really not, and and I think the timing of it, people were worried about, but it, they got to work around people's schedules and stuff like that. So exactly. check out the link in the show notes if you want more about that. I'm I've never I was never worried about it personally, no, but not that's at all. that's just me. Um, all right, the big stuff. Ready? Vader. Vader <laughs> is confirmed. Ah, uh, and we kind of knew it was coming, but Vader is fully confirmed for uh for Rogue One. And what's the most important part about this? Uh, who's doing the voice? James Earl Jones. <laughs> James Earl Jones is coming back uh, to do the voice. And the cool thing is, is he's going to, which we'll get to in a minute, he's playing along uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character. Right. Um, which we will get to right now. Uh, ben Mendelsohn's character for Rogue One, he's going to be a villain, and it's director Orson Krennic. Okay. Um, director is cool because that's a, a title we have not seen in the Star Wars universe yet. Indeed. And this is the person in white we see in the video. Right. Which I think is gonna be pretty cool. Um, I want to know where he a director stands in relation to like a Grand Moff. Yeah, that's a good point. So let's see. Uh, basically, this article says um, there's a lot. There is a lot of uh, palace palace intriguing going on in the Empire. I don't know what that means. Like Game of Thrones. There's okay. Yeah. So uh, in in EW, and a lot of this is coming from the EW article that was just published, and we'll just we'll talk about this stuff. So there's a lot of palace intrigue going on in the Empire. Produce producer John Knoll told EW people conspiring to move up the ranks and sabotaging each other. There's a not a lot of loyalty there. In order to be the new right hand man, he'd love to get past uh, the current one, Darth Vader, who has confessed has a confusing place in the Empire, even to other Imperials. Um, and basically the, the line here says, uh, Vader doesn't play by the rules. He's present in the military structure, but he's not beholden to it. He's not accountable to anybody, really, except Palpatine, Kerry Hart, head of Lucasfilm Story Group said, which I think is really an interesting line. It's like people are like, well, I want to move up. I want to move up. But it's like, how does Vader fit into it? <laughs> yeah, but it's funny is because it's saying he's not really beholden to the military system, I'm kind of curious how that's going to play out in the story. Because if you remember at the beginning of A New Hope, right. which takes place immediately after this movie, Grand Moff Tarkin has superiority over Vader. Which is exactly what it comes up here. It says, of course, we've seen others give uh, Vader orders um, at times, whether it's been the pages of Marvel Comics or um, been placed under charge of Am uh, Admiral or Moff. Or even when Tarkin himself, like we said in episode four, um, says, you know, Vader is being bossed around by him, essentially. So um, we'll see how it kind of plays out. Um, but I'm 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 really intrigued by this character. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. Um, any other thoughts on that? Uh, no. Should we get to the one that we're kind of more excited about? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Forrest Whitaker's character okay, yes. has been revealed as well. And he, do you want to? 
He's somebody that we've met in the past. It turns out uh, Forrest Whitaker's mystery character is Saw Guerrera. Okay. If that name sounds familiar, familiar, then you're a diehard Star Wars Clone Wars fan, which I'm behind on. But it says that's where that character was premiered. Yes. Okay. So uh, he was featured in season five, episode two. It's called A War on Two Fronts. And his character, along with his sister Stila, Stila, um, and others, were a group of rebel insurgents on the planet Onderon, occupied by the Separatists. Um, it was voiced by Andrew Cashino. Uh, He's one of the leaders uh, of this movement. One of the first time, uh, sorry, one of the first time any group is called Rebels. So that's kind of cool. It is very cool. So it says they were trained by Saw Gerrera and his group were trained by Captain uh, Clone Captain Rex. And Anakin Skywalker, obviously. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ahso- ah- Ahsoka Tano. Uh, and the close thing to a love interest for Ahsoka on the show. It's pretty cool. I, I'm Again, I'm a little behind. So I really wish that, I'm uh, really curious what they're going to pull out of Rebels then with this. I'm hoping they pull something out of Rebels. Because if they're going all the way back to Clone Wars, um, it would be really nice to see uh, how all that gets connected. So. Yes. Cool man, I'm I'm pretty amped about this, and they have a little picture in this article of of his character. That's it would cool. also be very cool if they introduced him, reintroduced him into Rebel season three, which is going to be coming out before the movie. Indeed, you're right about that. Good call. All right, so the next thing we have here is a uh, Star Wars story characters. So some new characters, uh, other characters revealed in this article. So we have, um, and this article kind of smashes them all together. So Alan Tudyk's character. Right, which he, is going to be a robot. He's actually playing a droid, a K2SO. Um, and he does, and it says he has an imperial symbol on his right shoulder. While they're not talking about how he goes from being a droid of the Empire to a droid of the Rebellion just yet, he's described as, as a security droid and the antithesis of C3PO by Gareth Edwards. So that's cool. Awesome. They call him, they're calling him K2. Is a little bit of, a little bit like Chewbacca's personality in a droid's body. He doesn't give a you-know-what about what you think. He doesn't fully check himself before he says things and does things. That's cool. Awesome. He's going to be your type of droid. Oh, I'm so amped about that. Baze Malbus is being played by uh, Jain Wen. Jang Wen? Am I saying that wrong? No, I think so. That's right. Okay. Um, and Donnie Yen's... God, why is this so hard? Okay. Can you help me here? Baze Malbus played by Jang Wen and Donnie Yen's Chirut Inoue... Mm. come as a pair okay so if an unlikely one i i just i those names were killing me while Baze's armored soldier relies on blasters on a blaster and doesn't believe in the force he fiercely protects his friend his friend churret's uh deep spirituality churret pronunciation churut chirut excuse me emphasis on the second syllable chirut okay chirut chirut is not a jedi but a firm believer in the force and the values of the jedi he believes and the way that he carries on the code, um, they're not saying whether he is even Force-sensitive yet, seems to parallel the way Lore Senteca is a Force-believer slash preserver in Star Wars The Force Awakens, even though, obviously, right. we, we know that he's not a Force-builder either. So, um, that's pretty cool, man. I, I'm, I'm excited about this. I don't, I don't know where this is going to go. I'm so amped about it, though. No, I, I honestly just can't wait for the movie. Yeah. And um, we did get some other photos. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and these will be put up on uh, Pinterest this afternoon. Yeah, so Steven Spielberg came out this week and, and this. has said that he will not be ever directing a Star Wars movie. Uh, I, I think it's pretty straightforward. I mean, anybody that knows who he is and who George Lucas is would probably assume why he wouldn't. Well, he's got tons of stuff on his plate. He's always been kind of like a behind-the-scenes person on Star Wars. Yeah, plus it's like he's like it's not my genre, is what he says. Well, I mean, he I has mean, done ET, is, he has done Close Encounters, but he's got Indiana Jones ramping back up. He's got his own prep projects. He's got the BFG. Um, you just said that, didn't you? No, I said Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, and he's got the BFG coming up, and and he basically says, um, and and they've been friends for a really long time, um, and so he just basically says, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna do what Lucas did. No, that was Lucas's thing. I'm not gonna do it. Right. Boom. Uh, also, it has come to, to light that remember a few years ago there was a uh, Lucas was talking about how he was going to do a one hour drama on TV. Yeah. Uh, based on the Star Wars universe, where it turns out that that was originally going to be an Emperor's origin story. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Uh, all right. So, uh, what do we got in gaming here? Yeah. So, Kit Fisto's event is going on right now in Galaxy of Heroes, and he is a Nautilin. Um, Jedi Master who sits on the council and he was present at the attempted arrest of 
um, Palpatine. Indeed, he's the only he's that uh, race I always forget to when um, we were talking about um, in Star Wars: The Old Republic. I, was, I forgot that a lot of times. Yes, Nolan. Moving on, um, there was a uh, Bespin uh, trailer for the Star Wars Battlefront game, and that came out recently, which is pretty cool. Definitely check that out if you are into uh, that content. So, yes. boom. And some merch that I don't want to talk about, but I'm going to. I'll let you take the first one. <sighs> I va- Did I vow? I vowed, kind of, didn't I? You did. So I had said I didn't want to talk about the Chewbacca mom anymore. Because um, this one is one step too far. Part of me is appalled by the whole thing, but like it's the internet, right? But this one, this one kind of infringes upon my geekdom, which bugs me. The Chewbacca mom is getting her own Hasbro action figure. Are you freaking kidding me? That's just wrong. I mean, come on, it's wrong. It's too much. A little bit too much. This has to stop. Has to stop. Five bucks. She's in one of the movies. <laughs> I just want to see her face. <laughs> is right. she is she so amazing that she? We're not. I'm not even gonna spend more time on it. Done. No. Crafting. Uh, go. Yeah. So there's a uh, there's a, a video uh, called Disney Box, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty cool. It's a video on uh, it's a series on YouTube, and this is a it's put out by the Disney company, and um, this is a video showing how they craft the race staff for production oh it's awesome so check it out it's a pretty cool video um also there's a brand new uh version of the star wars the force awakens vinyl um soundtrack that you can get on the on the disney website and this one it's a two lp set and has a hologram hologram built into it so when it plays what you see a spinning um stop it x-wing and a spinning tie fighter sounds check it out because you actually see it in gift form or millennium falcon not not uh X-Wing. That looks really cool, dude. It is really, and they've already released a four disc, uh, a four record LP set um, that has uh, the images of the main characters. This one is just a, a new version of it. And it looks pretty darn cool. Nice. Today's episode of the usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic Con. So. For you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter BRIDGE10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. So we are getting out of our Star Wars section and getting into our last... uh New section? Yeah, it's no. we're no longer going to call it the pop culture section. It's going to be called The Usual Roundup. Okay. Possibly. No. We'll see if we stick with it. Um, We're open to other ideas. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> it's basically, at this point, it sounds gonna, kind of cowboy. It does a little bit. It's going to include <laughs> all of our convention news. Yeah. Because that's a, it's just something that's going on for the next month and a half or so. Right. Um, after that, we're splitting our content off into more episodes. Right. Um, because we understand that it's not the easiest thing in the world to listen to two straight hours of us talking. And even us today, we're like, oh, this section is going to be shorter. And then we had the big stuff from Sotor, yeah. big stuff from Star Wars, and here we are at 50 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do, basically, is we're going to talk about our convention news. And in the very end, we're going to give you uh, just little sneak peeks of what our content is going to be at our uh, in our other episodes for the uh, coming week or week and a half. Indeed. So here we go. So, uh, st- uh, I almost said Star Wars, uh, convention news. Um, this stuff looks like a lot. There's a lot of links, but it's going to go super quick. So the first thing is they have an updated list of the announced panels for San Diego Comic Con. Very cool. Which is going to be awesome. And there's a link in the show notes for that. Yeah. I'm still waiting for them to update the app. Yeah. And, and once we get to that, then we'll kind of be able to, uh, I would like to go a little more in depth with the announced panels. I don't want to start talking about panels, um, and things I'm excited about. Uh, until I really know the times, mm-hmm. because then I can talk about what I plan to go to, right? And if I'm going to make it and that kind of thing. So and we would like to see Archer this year. <sighs> yeah, I mean, know it's going to be on Friday. It's just I in my in my in my gut, I know it's going to be Friday, but we'll figure that out. Uh, we'll talk more about that at the end. So Fox TV announces uh, San Diego Comic Con panels as well, and this is actually cool. This is an update from um under uh, unofficial blog, um SCCC unofficial blog, right? And what's cool about this is. Um, since American Horror Story won't be there, uh, there's going to be a bunch of other stuff. So, of course, uh, it may not be hitting Hall H, but you're going to see American Dad, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, Last Mountain Earth, 
um, Scream Queen, Salem, um, Simpsons, all those things are coming back. And then um, there's going to be some new stuff, Exorcist, Prison Break, and Rocky Horror Picture Show and 24 Legacy. Those will be coming back as well. Cool. Or coming as well. Um, yeah, man. Oh, and the other one was Son of Zorn, which I don't know much about, but I've been hearing about. So there's that. Awesome. So there's... <laughs> you don't have a lot to say about this, I know. Uh, <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con badge pickup details. We talked about... Basically, we talked about last week a little bit, but... We, we don't have to worry about picking up our badges. No, we don't. We just got ours today, which is one of the reasons I put this in here, because I was, wasn't sure when we would get them. Um, if you checked our Instagram feed, uh, right before we recorded this, we posted our pictures of our badges. We are done, set, locked, and loaded, dude. But if you have to pick up your badges for some reason, it is going to be happening at not at the town and country like last year, but at the uh, Marriott Marquis um, San Diego Marina Hotel, which is right next to the convention center. That's where it was two years ago. It was. That's right. And so anyway, so that's 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 where it's going to be. And there's details on that um, hours and such in the show notes. Um, Mr. Robot might show up. And I'm I know excited about this because I just binged the first <laughs> season last week. I put this in here because you told me that, and it I've been hearing really good, good things. It's a good show. Yeah. It is brilliant. Um, it's really well done, very well acted. The concept is good. It's all about hackers, mm-hmm. and it's very similar to like an anonymous type of group, but much more uh, hell bent on bringing down the economic system. Okay. Very good. Check it out. It's a USA Network show. Uh, the first season is 10 episodes, and uh, definitely check it out. Yeah, I may have to check it out before we go, just in case it does show up, because I'm, you know, from what I hear, it, it's really cool. And the wi- is it something the wife would like, you think? Possibly. Mm, maybe. Okay. It's harder for me to watch shows. She doesn't want to watch them. <laughs> I, I sent this to you uh, early in the week. You did. And I think this is actually pretty cool. Um, I don't think it's going to help much, but I think it's going to be kind of cool. So they're going to do the San Diego mayor announced free Wi Fi hotspots downtown during uh, Comic Con. Do you remember what my response was to this? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, and you're not the only one to say that because last year they had the, uh, the colonel from KFC. Colonel Sanders, all dressed in different outfits. Dressed in different outfits, and they were Wi-Fi hotspots. I think there was eight or nine of them or something. Yeah, well, this one's going to be, there's quite a bit more. Yeah, there's going to be about a hundred hotspots downtown. Um, and they joined up with Cox Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi network. Basically, all you have to do is log in, find Cox, Cox Wi-Fi free network on your Wi-Fi device and, and go to town. So I think it, I think it's good. It's going to be happening from July 8th. Um, and that is actually because the all-star game is happening yes. down there. So they're going to do hot spots for when all the people are in town for the all-star game. And so then, not just for um, right. And then it's going to carry through. So it's basically going to go from July 8th to the 24th, basically from the 8th to the end of Comic Con. So yeah. And honestly, th- I think this is where you're going to be going for large scale cities urban urban centers yeah um that cater to more tech savvy clientele indeed um all right man so let's see what do we have a bunch of exclusive stuff i'm just going to kind of gloss over some of yeah this. we won't actually get you know we'll just tell what companies have have mm. uh have released stuff sideshow collectibles uh, sideshow stuff is cool though hold on a second i should have put this in the star wars section um because some of the star wars stuff was in here i think too um oh there's a whole gallery and stuff there's some r2d2 stuff yeah we won't go too in depth into it but anyway um yeah so we have sideshow of course it'll be there um there's going to be a uh joker jack-in-the-box from the dark knight which looks really cool basically heath ledger and a jack-in-the-box which looks amazing um funko um has put out their fifth wave of exclusives um and they've got a a big doomsday and some other stuff. So check that out. Some of that stuff looks really yeah, cool. And actually one thing that uh, isn't really a merchandise, but uh, Funko is also doing a thing called operation redorbs. Mm. What they did is they came up, they created a dorbs that were like half man sized, mm-hmm. right? They're huge and unpainted, but they're interesting. Yeah. And what they did is they sent them out to famous artists and they get to scheme them however they want. Huh. They're starting to get return to Funko now, so they're going to be. It's it's it actually reminds me a lot of. I, w- I don't know if it's going to be on the show floor, if maybe they're going to be around the city. But if anybody's ever been in New York City when they during Easter and they do the Fabergé egg competition, right? And they have these cement eggs that are just painted by local schools or famous artists or anything. I'm hoping it's something like that. Indeed. Um. All right. So the one thing I wanted to point out today, because we were talking about Archer. 
Um, FX unveiled San Diego Comic-Con panels for The Strain and Archer. <clears throat> so there's going to be a Q&A for both. Okay. And this is something they've done, I think, for the last, strain, I think, since last year, because they had that whole offsite event, I remember last right. year. Um, and then the well, Archers uh, had a panel like every year. Oh, yeah. Every year. And of course, sadly, we don't have times and stuff yet. Um, my fear is that it's Friday. And the reason that I'm fearing that is because that's when we're planning to do our meetup. Yeah. Our and offsite event. Our offsite event. So we'll, we'll figure this out. I'm um, here in a couple minutes. So Conan, uh, more details for that have, have, have surfaced. The Funkos look awesome. Um, I'm not going to stress on trying to get tickets for his events, but if you're interested, we have the links in the show notes for that. But he is like the Joker, a stormtrooper, Superman and a Ghostbuster. So. Um, the fun codes look cool, but if you are, uh, interested in going to the Conan events, check it out. We got the link and MTV is coming back to Petco park to do their, uh, fandom awards. So we have a link for that as well. Um, I don't think I've ever, I've never gone to that. Have you? Uh, I have not. They had it on at Petco park again. It was on the other side of the park from, uh, it was the night of the, uh, the geek and sundry event. Right, right, right. Okay. So best fandom of the year. Oh, they got some, they have a whole list of stuff. So it's best new fandom, fan freak out of the year, bandom of the year. I don't even know what that means. Fan of a band. Oh, got it. Bandom. Um, animation fandom and best revival fandom. So there we go. X Files was on that last one. Cool. Makes sense. Okay. So, so Baywatch. Mm. <laughs> Don't get me started on Baywatch. All right, dude. So this, um, I haven't watched this yet, and I really like this guy's videos. He does this every year. I don't know if it's the same guy. It kind of looks like the same guy. Um, but this guy, um, there's a link in the show notes. It's called SDCC uh, 2016 On-Site Visual Guide to Tips, Exclusives, Lines, Food, and More. And this guy does a video or two or three. It depends. Um, and... Uh, he does give some really good advice to people who have maybe never gone or have gone and missed some stuff. Um, I, I'm just going to look. Okay. So it's 20 minutes long. So I have not watched it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. yeah I like, like his videos. Yeah. Like little tips, like, you know, so you don't find yourself going over the bridge like 20 times. And, and so the, what people don't understand about, about Comic Con, and this is kind of the reason we might offshoot this section of the show um <laughs> uh in the in, in the next week or two is because there's a lot of things that we could even tell you um like you plan your day such so it's like okay i really, really want to do this i want to have lunch here and it's like oh not only do i have to walk all the way back across downtown but now i have to cross that bridge again i got to climb the stairs i got to go back down the stairs then i have to walk across the street then i have to go back across the convention just to get you know what i'm saying so it's um it, these type of videos and these hints, and again, um, Tony Kim's site is really good for this kind of stuff, preparing as well. On the um, on the other hand, you yeah. kind of want to play it a little bit loose because sometimes you can Always. end up at a pool party. Always play it loose because the, the amount of celebrities we've run into and the amount of random places we probably shouldn't have been no, I mean, but, but saw some yeah, really famous years ago, people. We got up on the roof of Hard Rock, right? <laughs> And uh, we ended up at a workaholics party with the actual workaholics guys. And how amazing was that? That, that was, was fun. How out of place did you feel? <laughs> totally out of place. I mean, we actually left early because we felt so out of place. Well, let me tell you, I'm in shorts and a and a stupid geek t-shirt with a backpack on. <laughs> I think that was the day we were carrying our laptops. Today. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, mm, this backpack's getting heavy. There are women in bikinis and a lot of pretty people. I know, lots of pretty people. Let's leave. <laughs> So that was pretty funny. Um, but it's stuff like that and it's videos like this that are really helpful. So I'm going to check this out, probably highlight it next week because I haven't cool. had a chance to watch it. In the past, he's done a series of them and I think uh, they've only been a few minutes a piece. This one's uh, almost 20 minutes long. So I'll definitely have to um, break this one down for sure. All right. Let's finish this up. Um, there's an exhibitor list now, which I think is, is definitely worth checking out. Always important because we uh, exhibitors aren't always vendors. Right, like we had a really good chance of and talked with uh, the the what was the name of that um, Fire Books um, Word Fire Press Word Fire Press at San San uh, San Jose Silicon Valley Silicon Valley Comic Con <laughs> Thank you um, and we'll so be going an hour <laughs> you can al- you can always uh, this is the sort of stuff you want to plan ahead especially if yeah. you're trying to network yeah. get a job well, get people to look at your work. And and the cool thing about this is this is a list of exhibitors, so it's members of the small press, like we were talking about, artist alley sections, and the fan table sections. 
Um, and the map is available now. So this is one of those things that is worth checking out if you plan on figuring out who's going to be where and on what you, days. Yeah. Because, for example, Marshall's got all four days of passes. I've only got Friday, Saturday. Right. So I've got to look at who's going to be on the floor on Friday and Saturday. Exactly. So this is all up and ready to go, dude. So I can't wait to break this down for sure. Um, because I definitely want to connect with some of those guys. We've made connections with other, uh, other cons. So yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, like I, uh, hooked up with, uh, Justin Chung. Right. At Phoenix Comic Con last year and he does some great, uh, great artwork. So indeed. Um, all right, man. So let's see. There's some more exclusives. Yeah. Skybound announced uh, their wave five and, uh, it includes a lot of walking dead weaponry. Yeah. I did see that. That looks amazing. It's all, uh, it's all like nerf type guns, but it's like, you but know, it looks like, you have, the- like Carl's revolver. <laughs> You've got, it's really kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, also entertainment earth has revealed a new Batman SDCC exclusive and it's really cool looking. Uh, you got to open this up and take a look. Oh my God, dude. It's almost like Batman. They they basically bleached Batman and and joke, the Joker joke, Jokerfighter yeah Jokerfight him there it is um wow that looks crazy it's like it's like if Batman got sent to Arkham yeah that looks awesome and the I think one of the bigger news is that Ben Affleck is just he's going to be at San Diego Comic Con this year and why is this big news do you think um okay there's a couple of reasons I why it could be but I for I'll, me honestly I think it just boils down to that. Suicide Squad is making a big presence, and now that we know that Batman is in it, yeah, and and that seems to be the uh, subdued reason. Some people are going so far as to say that means Justice League might be there. I don't think they're going to go that far, but yeah, because by then there, I think they're already going to be into filming. Yeah, I don't, I, I just don't think it's going to be a Justice League year. Um, we have no, a ton of already, Justice League news coming. Yeah, up, they've but. already said it's going to be a, a Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it, you never know. I mean, they're going to ask some questions. If there's a Q and a, they're going to ask some questions. I'm sure. Oh, sure. But, uh, but Affleck being Comic-Con is kind of a big deal, dude. Yeah. You know, he's kind of a big deal. He's, he's Affleck. He's Affleck. He's Batfleck. He's Batfleck. <laughs> anyway, shall we talk about our event? Yeah. We've got uh, our last bit of com- convention news is our event. <laughs> and, and I, and I held off to the end because I was solidifying something just up until about a half hour ago. I got the, last email just trying to figure out what we were doing and we are staying with four o'clock on friday um and it's going to be at mission brewing company which um, is on the back side of petco park yeah and w- nothing has changed really for us the only thing that has changed is that i have discovered or have been informed that there will be a free public event starting around i think they're going to start setting up around five o'clock right. okay what this means for us is that if we're going to record anything using our mics, um, we may have to do that before five o'clock. Uh, right. But what I talked about with the lady, I said, you know, here's the thing. I said, we just want to stick around. We just want a place to hang out and kind of post up and have people come and go as they please. Right. Do we have to leave? And she says, well, honestly, it's a public event. As long as you don't have a bunch of stuff you're setting up and stuff, you guys can stick around as long as you want. I said, done. Yeah, so hey, we're just gonna camp for a bit. Yeah, so we're gonna camp out there. So honestly, guys, reach out to us. Let us know if you're gonna be in the San Diego area and you want to come hang out. We're gonna be there from four o'clock, uh, Mission Brewing Company, from four o'clock till evening. Um, some people have events to go to later in the night, but I think Will and I are gonna stick it out as late as we can. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be. Um, I mean, it just it really depends on how many drinks get bought for us, and if we're well, look, here's still, the thing. I'm gonna maintain as long as I can. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but please feel free to buy me a drink. Yeah, we're once we uh, come up with the the finalized name for the event. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get it up on Facebook, create an event, and we'll get Indeed. it out through Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. Yeah, and we'll send a bumper out to all of our uh, all of the other podcasts are gonna be there. We're gonna have people from. And I'm just going to say it now because I'm, I'm committing all of you right now. Um, we're having people from the Passionately Casual podcast, um, the It's a Trap podcast, and Carillion Run Radio uh, are going to be there as well. Yes. So we are excited to meet up with our friends and our new friends. So Absolutely. So that's it, man. So I'm, I'm super amped about our event. And again, like I said, we're just going to be kind of posting up in the corner. We may have the mics out. We may not. I may have my laptop just to kind of maybe we'll live stream something. Maybe we'll periscope something. But either way, what's happening behind us is the uh, what's it called? The hashtag show. The hashtag show. And um, I don't have many details on it yet. But um, when I do, I will be posting it because we're basically going to be at that event. Exactly. And we're going to have a table at that event. So Basically, you know, if you want to hang out with us and or and or go to this event, 
check it out. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. So. I mean, we're all geeks. We all enjoy the same stuff. So Indeed. It'll be fun. All right. Now, getting onto the roundtable uh, 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 roundup stuff um, really quick. We're, we're basically we're breaking up the all the spinoffs that we try to do. We're just going to get more frequent with them and yeah. shorter. Yeah. So, Much shorter. Yeah. So we're going to do a quick reel reviews uh, this week, and it's going to include my going to see Now You See Me Too. Okay. Also, Independence Day got released yesterday. So And or, Dory's out, too. And Dory's out as well. And uh, so I'm hoping to go see Independence Day this weekend. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to have a one shot, uh, episode that's going to include the new, uh, Star Wars, the force awakens comic, uh, version, right. As well as the new Star Wars Han. We're going to talk about rebirth a little bit. And Marshall's is, uh, especially going to be excited about talking about Deadpool versus Gambit just picked up today. Deadpool Boom. Deadpool versus Gambit. Ready. Um, then we're going to get to our universal usual and we're going to have, talk about our normal universes, Berlanti, DCCU, MCU, uh, Disney, whatnot. Um, but we're, we're going to specifically focus on all the Justice League news that came out this week. Right. Um, as well as uh, some Spider-Man Homecoming news. So as far as order, you'll get this show first. Um, the Universal show will come out on its heels, um, honestly. And then I think real reviews will come out after that. Yeah. Uh, one shot probably won't happen until next week. Um, probably not. No. Because uh, we, we haven't had a chance to read those comics yet. And real reviews will be the probably early middle part of next week because we want to uh, be able to see some more movies. Right. So, and what we mean by next week. Okay. So we're recording this on a Friday. Um, we're recording two shows at least today, maybe three. Um, and then we will get, uh, it'll be look, it'll probably look like it's probably going to be looking like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Really? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Unless I got crazy tomorrow, it's going to look more like, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, yeah, that's it's gonna be a couple next week. So, uh, yeah, this will be the time so to be a patron too, which yeah, we'll talk about. So, tell us what you think because uh, we're trying a little bit different format because like, so we understand it's hard for you guys to listen to two hours straight stuff. Um, so we're, we're gonna be breaking around. This one's a little bit longer because we did have a lot of news, but uh, the other shows are gonna be you know anywhere between twenty and forty minutes. So Indeed. it'll be a lot easier for you to listen on your your drives to and from work or maybe during your lunch hour or whatnot. We're trying to make it easier for you to consume. And one thing too, which which we're elongating this episode by saying this, but what I think is actually interesting too, I we want the feedback because what I what I find interesting is there's certain people who have been listening since the beginning that don't mind the two hour shows because they are driving like two hours each way. Exactly. So you know, and I get that's not the majority, but um, but yeah, let us you know. Let us know how we're doing. Yeah, so. and what, what I like about doing this is that we're going to be able to do – we're going to be doing multiple shows a week. So if they still want to listen to two hours of us a week, just listen to it all. Yeah, just back it all up. Boom. It's all coming in the same Boom. feed. We're not separating the feeds yet. We don't have the money for that. Yeah, no. It's all the same <laughs> feed, people. So yeah, yeah. Pick and choose what you want to listen to. That's for sure. Um, so anything else, dude, before we get out of here? No, that's it. All right. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. So if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at usualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Please give us positive ratings, like us, share us, and all the social medias. If you'd like to support the show, please, uh, you know, you can give us a buck or two an episode via Patreon, patreon.com slash the usual podcast. Uh, link in the show notes and our support us page on our website. And any little bit does help us do all the things that we do. So we would much appreciate it. Anything else, my friend? Have a fun. Have a fun. See you next week. <laughs>